What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buena, buena, mis amores. Do you believe that Abuelita knows best? Because we do too. So you are in the right place. This is Date My Abuelita First, where our fabulous Abuelita Liliana plays matchmaker for our star dater and three lucky contestants trying to earn Abuelita's stamp of approval. You already know that what Abuelita thinks reigns supreme. It's her recipes being cooked. She's who you call when you're down. And she's the first to throw the chancla. But of course, oh, never at mm-hmm. you. <laughs> so on Date My Abuelita First, three contestants will compete for a date with you. Except to get there, they'll have to win over Abuelita. Let's see if Abuelita will give you the pan dulce or if she'll give you the chancleta. Oh, how are you, Vico? I am so great. I am your host, Vico Ortiz, joined by our lovely abuelita Liliana Montenegro. That's me, abuelita, ready to find love. Absolutely. Contestants, absolutely. But you know what? Our contestant today already has. Love. They're looking for an extra more love. More love. We're we're thinking abundantly. We're not scarcity. We're thinking abundantly. No. I'm so here for and it. And that is what needs to be done in this world. Right. We need it every day. We need more and more. There's too much sadness. Happiness is the key. Oh, Alita, I think it's time to meet Courtney. She is a ball of fun and looking to add some spice to her polyamorous life by meeting someone new. So, hello, Courtney. Hi. Courtney, go ahead and tell us about yourself. Listen, my name is Courtney. <laughs> I like to say I'm my mama's youngest daughter and her biggest baller. So, <laughs> yes, I was born and raised in Columbus, Ohio, from the Midwest. I'm based in Los Angeles, currently visiting some family out in the country. City girl, country girl, like we do both out here. Gosh, what else about me? Any fun facts? Oh, gosh, there's so many. I'm ambidextrous, like, and it comes up when I play tennis. So, like, I can do the forehand with the backhand hand, and I can do the backhand with the forehand hand. I'm sure they can come in handy. (laughs) 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 So, Courtney, you are polyamorous, and you are already in a relationship. Yes, I got one. (laughs) Very, very exciting. 
Um, what type of relationship do you have and what are you looking for? Yeah, we've been dating since early 2021. I would want to say so about the year and a half. My partner is Cishet and met on Bumble and I already knew that he was dating polyamorously. And the summer before that, I was like unidentified poly. Like I was just having really great connections and relationships with more than one person. And so I like to say when I met him, I came out the poly closet. And then also um, queer too. So I think that was like another thing too, was just that like, I didn't want to limit myself to one specific kind of like expression either. I was new to LA. So I was like, oh yeah, like I want to build a community mm-hmm. of folks that I get, that they get me, we understand each other, we get along really well. And I really just want to be able to have really great long-term friendships with the people that I date and don't date. me, <laughs> how old are you? I just turned 32. I'm in my shack year. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love it. Your I love shack it. Years. <laughs> and in terms of that, is your polyamorous style more hierarchical or more anarchist? Where do you fall into? Good question. There aren't any hierarchies. I don't live with my partner. My partner doesn't live with any of like the people that they're dating. Yeah, we don't really ascribe to seeing someone as like an anchor partner or like a primary partner. Well, I don't I'm have a, a specific goal. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, yeah. lo- I get a little lost here. You know, abuelita comes from the <laughs> old time. So all these phrases, the hierarchy, the, oh my goodness. I we're talking about a kingdom here. We're creating a community, a community just for you, right? Oh, yeah, I want to do yeah. that. I want my own village. Where do I go? Where do I sign you up? Get it. Oh, right you here. Get it. Right here in the show. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we got to do it. it here. Like, it really is about building community and no, not really discarding people, bringing in people. Mm-hmm. Um, what a good Connecting word. with people. So, yeah, that's why it's not really important for us to, yeah, I'm with this person and this person has this kind of specific role in my life and mm-hmm. you fit in this kind of way. Um, so. One question from Abuelita. Uh, there is sex involved with each of these relationships? No. no. Honestly, the first person that, yeah, my current partner, yeah, we're involved, but I've met a lot of other people. And once again, I think it's like a one-to-one kind of situation. What are you trying to get out of like a connection? Or at least this is what I'm looking for with you. And so if it comes up, that's something to discuss. I don't draw the line, <laughs> you know, but there are some people that I've met that are like, that's not a big deal for me. And I can respect that. Like, you know, like we can still have a relationship. We can still right. have a connection. Um, and you're not concerned about that primarily. That's okay. Like I can still yeah, be your friend, be connected to you, still have a great time with you. Um, and then there are other people I met who are like, okay, you know, I'm looking for more casual things and that involves that type of interaction. Like, how does that work for you? And I'm someone like, you gotta be my boo to see my boobs, okay? <laughs> I, I, I definitely appreciate emotional connection and intimacy, but I'm like, once again, I'm like, I'm not in a space to really discard people. So it's just like, okay, well, like we can, I'll help you date someone. <laughs> Now, when it comes to relating to other folks, are you looking for kitchen table polyamory where everybody knows each other and can hang out, can kick it together? Or do you want to have more of a parallel polyamory situation? Like everybody does their own thing and they don't have to meet each other. What are you looking forward to? I feel like more of what's happening is parallel. And I think it's good for like my neurodivergence. Um, for sure. Because in my own line of work, I'm always connecting people and bringing folks together. I'm sorry, what line of work is that? So I work in podcast production as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, yeah. So like talking to folks, connecting people, emailing, following up, 
Um, but I'm not opposed to like kitchen table. I, I would probably say that I'm not someone who initiates it because because I'm like, okay, I look at screens all day. I'm talking to people all day in that kind of way. Like if you all want to meet each other, if you all want to spend time with each other, I've met my partner's partner before. We've had a great time hanging out. And like I said, I'm open to it. You might just have to remind me. That's probably the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Um, and I guess let's get to it, right? What are some of the qualities that you're looking for that's um, in this potential new person or persons because you know what happens if we started meeting some contestants and it's like actually I think Courtney would vibe with two maybe all three you know because if you're pretty open to any type of connection right and something that I love about polyamory is that say I meet someone that I have a really beautiful intellectual emotional connection with who's ace and it's like oh why would I stop connecting with this person just because they're ace and I'm a very sexual person we can totally like continue to deepen our like intellectual emotional connection and like and for our listeners like abuelita who don't know what ace means asexual is someone who perhaps doesn't have the same uh, physical sexual interest like you know when like someone is like oh I'm hungry I want to open the fridge and like have some meal and like have a food like as a sex drive thing Uh, someone who's ace it's like I open the fridge and I'm not really hungry like I don't want to have sex I don't want to be sexually intimate they can be romantic in some way there's different types right but generally that's what I understand what asexuality means what if they don't practice it but they are open to it And that's true. Yeah, no, I think that matters, too. And I have capacity for that as well. What are your thoughts on social media and everyone that you meet there? Have you met anyone, dated anyone? Has anyone approached you? I'm flirting all the time on social media. (laughs) I have a ball. I mainly use like Instagram, but I recently got on Twitter Hmm. and that was for work. And I think Twitter is great for me to have a substitute to like those kind of like long rambling, gossipy, goofy conversations on the phone. Like I'm always finding like some little pocket where like something is happening and I can just dig in and step out and find like another thing. I feel like I'm just like in a very chatty house (laughs) when I'm on Twitter Um, and every room is something different. Um, And then on Instagram, I feel like how I used to feel when I was younger and I had a 17 magazine subscription and I would just like, (laughs) see all the different stories and there's pictures and there's images and that's really great for me. Visual, very visual. Yeah, I love interacting with people on both places. Um, So Courtney, that's, that's a beautiful thing to be. So is that what you, uh, my amor, you are my beautiful nieta and don't make me cry. Just the word abuelita right now, just touch my heart. Kleenex? Oh, no. <laughs> we had it yesterday. Let's, let's give Abuelita the chancla for crying. <laughs> okay. No, tears are okay. Listen. No, but what makes you such a hot catch? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, give me that. Bring it out. You got I think, it. No, I think the experience is top tier. Number one, I like to have a great time. And... I really prioritize like thinking about things that are memorable. Like I think making memories is kind of just like my brand. Like if you're going to spend time with me, it's going to be something that's going to stick with you. Um, Whether it's the food, whether it's like where we went, whether it's like the outfit, like it's something that you can hold on to and feel nourished by. And yeah, like I expect that from other people too, or at least if you can meet me in that space, if we can create something together that we're both like, wow, 
Like <laughs> months later, years later, I did this with this person and like it's something I never did before yes. or we learned something together that I never learned before. Um, I think that's a great way to build connections with people. And then also like if you're going to leave your house, make it worth your time. If I'm going to go out, if I'm going to get dressed, if I'm going to, like I said, make sure I get like my full eight, <laughs> get my breakfast, all of these things, like we're doing it. Like we're not just like grabbing coffee. <laughs> in that same wavelength, what's the spiciest thing you've ever done on a date? It's something you maybe you wouldn't tell your abuelita, but our abuelita over here. Come on, go for it. We were in the hot tub. Ah, yeah, that's a great like beginning. My second day, yeah, Ooh, like with yes. someone and like, I knew it. I was staying in this place in downtown LA before I was like, I had just moved and I was like, just trying to figure out like where I was going to live. So I was like, let me get this Airbnb. And I, I made sure it was like, and I was like, you know, like it's a love situation. Like I'm just going to give myself this treat, you know? And then they had a pool they had a cabana area and they had a hot tub. I oh, love yeah. a good soak. I was like, and We're going to heal our joints <laughs> and get to know each other. Yes. Um, but like in the back of my head, I knew I was like, mm, like this person probably hasn't done this. I don't think anyone has pulled this kind of out of them. This is going to be memorable. And oh, I yeah. love that. Like, Memor- memor- now I'm we've a- been dating for a year. So. Oh, oh, so that's yeah. Oh, that's so oh, sweet. Yeah. Now, what about the nasty memories? Is there any behavior you've seen on a relationship or a date that you were like, mm, I'm going to call it a quits, hard pass, red flag, yeah. pushing away from here, running away? Yeah, I went to go get dinner with this girl. We had a great night. And I think it was just really difficult for them to like, they were just bringing up some memories about past toxic relationships mm. and no like warning, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, I think in that space, like you want to be as empathetic and, and listening as possible. But I was a little confused as to like how this would help us connect. Mm-hmm. Like it gave me like some backstory and some history about the different things that they had went through. But I felt like it was like a random kind of negative turn and things. And so, um, like I said, like it was hard for me to kind of figure out, do I need to switch gears and be supportive of them in a certain kind of way right here? Yeah. Um, And then also like, how do I find my way back into like getting to really know this person Mm -hmm. outside of this? And we were eating mm-hmm. some really good food, too. So oh, like, dang. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Are you looking for someone who's more dominating, someone who's more submissive, someone who's a bit more of a switchy situation? What are we vibing with? I think in this time in my life, probably, like, I feel like I'm more switchy. Mm-hmm. But I think I want to step more into, like, my dom life yeah. in my check year. So, yeah. <laughs> Hells yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Okay, great. Fantastic. Um, Abuelita, how are you feeling over there? I am feeling fantastic. I think that we have amazing people here for you today, and I hope that I can pick the right one for you. So or we're going to do it. Are we ready? Are we ready? I mean, if the capacity is two, I think let's aim for two. Yes, absolutely. I am so here for this. I am so very excited for this episode. Courtney, you are fabulous. I am stoked to meet the contestants. And um, you're ready for them. Yeah, we're ready. Oh, Let's bring them on. Um, thank you, Courtney, so much for sharing your story, for you letting both. us into I'm your excited. circle. Of course. We'll be back after the break. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, 
and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Day My Hourly The First. Uh, How lovely was Courtney? Beautiful woman. What do you think we're looking for in Courtney's next partner? Uh, The most real, loving person we can find. Mm -hmm. Someone that is going to enhance her life Mm -hmm. the same way that she will bring that joy and enhancement to someone else's. Let's see if any one or two or even three of these three hopeful romantics are Abuelita approved for our lovely main dater, Courtney. Abuelita, let's get these cafecitos started. Meet Michelle. Hola. Hello, hello. Michelle, tell us about yourself. Sure. Uh, My name is Michelle. I am 34 years old. I live in Los Angeles. I'm a Sagittarius, which means I like things a certain way. I guess that's a fun fact. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm from the East Coast originally, about 10 years in New York, 10 years in Florida. And now I've been here about... Over 10 years as well. So nice little triangle of the U.S. Very nice. All right, Michelle, I'm going to go ahead and uh, hand you over to Abuelita for a cafecito speed date. Go ahead, Abuelita. Take it away. Michelle, really quick, tell me, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a friendship, a love? What is it that you're looking for? 
I'm looking to have all of the possible experiences that I can have while I'm here and alive and able to have them. So whatever is brought before me that, you know, is interesting to me, interesting to all parties involved, I say yes. Are you polyamorous? I am, yes. So I have a partner who I live with and we have decided that in terms of, you know, dating for fun, you know, physical experiences, emotional experiences, that is something that I'm interested in and that he is very supportive of. What a wonderful guy. Okay, that's a lot of understanding. (laughs) And Abuelita can appreciate that because that never happened in my life. But Yeah, and it's, you know, the more love you have, the more experiences you have to draw from, we feel like that's beneficial, so... Absolutely. Love is what turns the world and we need so much more of it. Now tell me, who are the most important people in your life? Oh, my mom and I are real close. Uh, She lives in Florida, but we talk several times a day and my partner, such a rock. Oh, that's beautiful. How did you two meet? We met on Tinder. My first ever Tinder date and one of only a handful of ever online dates. This happened in the pandemic. I was itching to get out of my apartment and there he was. Did it change your life? This yeah, relationship? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to have such a supporting man, that is something that you don't find very frequently. Yes. I think it was good that we were both, you know, older, so to speak, when we met and we were fully formed individuals that know what we want. And we're not, you know, sometimes I think when you're younger, you tend to form to the other person and what you think they might want. And here we just came together as we already are. That's a topic we've been uh, mentioning a lot today, how sometimes we just give up of ourselves to stick to a relationship. And that's just not the way it's going to be. But uh, tell me, what would you do if you had no sleep at all? If you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with that extra time? Maybe I would moonlight as a pop star like Hannah Montana. (laughs) Just like learn the dance moves at night. And when everyone else wakes up, I'm just like a banging performer. (laughs) Oh, well, you are very creative. That's for sure. Now, what do you think is one thing that everyone should try out in their lifetime? Uh, Traveling to different countries. What country do you want to go the most and why? I think I most want to go to... Really any country in Asia, because I've never been and I'm least familiar with that culture. Mm -hmm. Um, So to learn, maximize learning potential. Do you cook? Uh, I do. Yes. What's your favorite dish? Probably something Italian, but my partner is part Mexican. So I have been making a lot on the burrito, taco, do-it-yourself, Crunchwrap Supreme side of things lately. I love that. And that is the cafecito con la abuelita. <laughs> cafecito and tacos and burritos. There you go. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much, Michelle. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. We'll be back with contestant number two. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network. 
where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Day My Hourly the First. Well, that was lovely meeting Michelle. I'm so very excited for this cafecito with Sade. They sound amazing. Let's bring them on. Hello, Sade. What's good? Hello. How are you? Good. I'm Sade. Nice to meet you. Uh, Nice meeting you. A pleasure. Sade, tell us all about who you are. I am Sade. I am 26. I am from Oakland, California, I say. Like, I grew up there, but I live in Los Angeles. I am a Capricorn, which I know people don't like, with a Gemini moon and a Scorpio rising. This is exciting. All of those are, like, disliked. (gasps) No, this is great. I'm intrigued. Do you know your Venus? Yeah, yeah. I have it all. I have um, really similar star signs to Ben Shapiro, so that's really bad. Wow. And I can't believe you know that. That is a fun fact. (laughs) I only know that because someone on TikTok said we looked similar also, and I'm pretty mad about it. Oh my goodness gracious. My Venus and Pluto are in Sagittarius. (gasps) This is great. Well, before I jump in with my astrological definitions, I'm going to just hand you over to Abuelita because (laughs) I'm not the one on this cafecito date. I just get to be a watcher. So Shade, have Abuelita for a little cafecito date. Thank you, Vico. How are you, my love? I'm good. How are you? I am doing terrific, but it's a big responsibility trying to find people to match and love each other. So what is it that you are looking for? First of all, you have such great energy. I love it so I much. But- <laughs> Look, things like that make me cry. Kleenex. <laughs> I love that. No, you're incredible. Like from the three minutes that I've known you. I'm taking her home. <laughs> Please. I am looking for 
I think like genuine people. I work in Skid Row. I work with homelessness pretty up close and personal. And I like have unhoused people stay in my house. And so someone who is able to see humanity in other people, I think is really important. I think that we're at like a really tough time in the world for like human rights. So people who are able to, you know, take a stand for people who are more oppressed than they are is something I care a lot about. Like, I think I have a very strong sense of justice. How did you get into this? I mean, not everybody just grows up and decides, yeah, I'm going to go work in Skid Row. Yeah, that doesn't happen. I'm really privileged. Yeah. No, I think like as someone who comes, like, I think I have access to capital. I went to Yale for university and I did my thesis in Kenya out in Kibera. So an urban slum, which is like very similar to Skid Row. If Right. Yeah, so... I think I've like been exposed to poverty in really intense ways. And as someone who has access to things that I hopefully can help others with, I want to be able to do that, right? Like, I think that is what like having privilege should enable you to do in the long run. You are an amazing young lady. What a big heart you have. What is the best experience you've had? And what is the worst one you've had? Oh, it's really bad. (laughs) Um, It's really, really bad. I've been like talking a lot about this with people recently because I think like in a dream world, (laughs) I wouldn't do this. I really like yoga and I really like working out. Like, I think I would just be a yoga teacher if homelessness didn't exist. I've like lost a lot of people. I think that's probably the worst. Like when you really get to know somebody and in Los Angeles, five unhoused people die every day. So like we see a lot of death. I've given a lot of CPR. Like I've seen a lot of overdoses. Like those things are all really horrible and devastating to see. And then what I'll say though is like the best part is the community, right? Like I think that Skid Row really strips people down to a lot of basic needs. And I think in today's world, we're not as like close with our neighbors. And by nature of living in a tent, you like need to know your neighbors, you're on foot all the time. And so when you walk around in Skid Row, what I will say is that like my friends will just like converge. So like sometimes I'll be like hanging out at someone's tent or in someone's tent. And like all your friends will just walk by. You're not afraid. You're not afraid. I think I'm like aware that there is a safety concern. I carry a knife and pepper spray and all of that. And like when I walk, what I'm pretty aware of is I have friends on most of the blocks that I'm on. So you're kind of aware of who is the closest, very safe person for you. Wow. Um, What an amazing job you do. Let me tell you, my hat's off to you and I'm not (laughs) wearing one. But in this process of helping people, when do you date? I date all the time. Is that bad? My favorite first date, I think, so this is my point, is I like to suss out who I'm dating. My favorite first date is on Sundays, we bring water into Skid Row. We buy 2,000 gallons of water at Costco and bring it in every Sunday. And I bring a lot of first dates for these water drops. So, like, you see how they interact in community. Like, you see how they are around homelessness. And it's, like, a really easy way to tell if someone's remotely compatible. So does that mean one day and he's gone if he doesn't behave well? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, good. Or she. Or she. Or they. Or they. What is your perfect date, my love? I like when people buy me dinner. (laughs) I appreciate a dinner date. I really like driving and listening to music. I love a date where we can like sit and trade songs back and forth. And what are the qualities that you're looking for in the person that you want to date? Are you looking for love? In a dream world, right? Like, I think I am in a place in my life where I would love to find commitments that are longer term, but I also am aware that sometimes when you have that mindset, you put a lot of pressure on individual interactions. And I don't want to, like, idealize someone because I'm looking for that. 
But I think like in the long term, yes. But for now, you are more than willing to explore your possibilities. Yeah, but obviously looking for love. Truth and honesty and love. Yeah. And I think like community is great, right? Like not every dating experience needs to be forever. And I think that we can find a lot of joy even in smaller or shorter term relationships and take that with us through life, hopefully. Oh, I hate to interrupt this fun, but you I have to send. I know I hate it, <laughs> and I hate it every time. Um, but I have to send Abuelita on her next cafecito. Thank you, Shade. What a delight was it to meet Shade, and I cannot wait to bring our third contestant, Jack. Come on in. Hi. Hola, Jack. Tell us about yourself. Uh, okay, so my name is Jack. I am 28 years old. I'm a triple fire sign, so I'm an airy sun, a Leo moon, and a Sag rising. What that basically means is like I'm never okay. So, do you know your Venus? Yeah. My Venus is a Pisces, so it's very like opposite. But then get this like, my Mars is Leo and my Mercury is Aries. So, there's a lot of fire in there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is going to become a Zodiac astrology uh, podcast if I let it. If I, I need a dictionary. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and uh, hand you over with a cafecito con Abuelita for a speed date round. Abuelita, take it away. Muchas gracias, Vico. Welcome, Jack. How are you? I'm doing great, Abuelita. Can I just say it's really great to connect with you. I'm Filipino and I lost my Lola about two years ago. So when I saw the casting for this, I was very excited just to connect with like elder people and elder women of color, especially. So it's really great to share space with you today. Oh my goodness. Kleenex, please. Listen, you have a beautiful heart and that's the first thing I'm able to see. But we need to talk about dating. We need to talk about what it is that you are looking for. Number one, la prioridad, the main thing. And of course, I'd love being your abuelita. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me what it is that you want. I have watched a bunch of, this is bad, I've watched a bunch of reality dating shows recently. So Indian matchmaking, ultimatum, queer love story and all that stuff. And I think what I've gained from a lot of that is like, I really want like a partner that is basically invested in their own healing, whatever that may be to them. Some people do traditionally like therapy, some other people like seek community, just as long as like the person is kind of working on themselves because there's always something to work on. I think I really would value that. So basically someone that's kind of on the same wavelength as me and a lot of other things like I don't know, physicality, like sexuality and like how they are, those are added bonuses. But number one top thing for me lately when it comes to dating is just someone that is just real with themselves and also can admit to when they're out of fall and when they might need help from someone else or a professional. Are you dating right now? I am. I've been going on casual dates through mostly dating apps for probably like since we've been able to kind of go outside with like the lift of COVID restrictions. So it's been a like a good like two years of just like a lot of like first and second dates. A lot of those have turned into like, oh, I'm just going to end up being this girl's friend or something like that, which is okay. I just haven't really like met someone that has like been a good match for me. And in looking for that special person, that one that is going to make you feel great and uh, valued. Are you open to a polyamorous relationship? 
I think, yes, I'd be open to it. I have been, I'm myself, I'm not polyamorous. And I have been in situations where I was like a secondary or even like a third person or just like someone casually brought in. It definitely forced me to work on communication and definitely forced me to recognize when I have jealous tendencies. But hey, I'm human. I do think in terms of like long term, I do tend to be a serial monogamous. So if it were to be something that is like not as serious, I would definitely be okay with being someone polyamorous. But if it was something serious, I'd probably want to focus more on like our time together. That's a a wonderful answer. Thank you for that. Now, what is your favorite date? What do you want to do with this person the moment that you meet them? What what are you doing the first day? Oh my gosh, I am an activities-based dater. So I... (laughs) Where are you taking them? (laughs) Typically, I go for something like very competitive. So it's usually like a game or something. Like I love a barcade, like a bar arcade. I love like axe throwing, like as a activity (laughs) or like bowling. There's this really cool bowling alley in Highland Park, just like above like Los Angeles. And they do like burlesque and they used to do drag there at the bowling alley. So that was like really cool. I've done that a few times. I would say like museum dates are really cool, but you have to kind of be quiet and like respectful. (laughs) And sometimes I'm like a little bit loud. So that doesn't always like match up. But I do love an activity, especially if it's a challenge. Like I've done pottery classes with people before. I am okay with like traditional dinner and drinks and stuff like that. But sometimes that format can feel a little bit tired. So that's why I try to like do something more engaging. Thank you, Jack. We loved the chat. We could be talking forever, but mm-hmm. Abuelita is a little TikTok busy woman. Oh, you know yes. what I'm saying? It's time for her to make some decisions. Gotta keep it on track. Do it. Thank do it. you all for visiting Abuelita's house for some cafecito, and we'll be seeing you very, very soon. Ay, 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 Abuelita. Ah. That concludes our, our speed date speed run. And what do you think? Are we any closer to finding Courtney a special someone or, I don't know, some ones? Someone yes. sounds very interesting. But I have to tell you, this is going to be very, mm-hmm. very hard. Mm-hmm. You know, each of these lovely humans would be a very different kind of partner for Courtney. Yes. And I can truly see a variety of paths that Abuelita could go down and oh. get down. Oh. So oh. maybe even keeping two of the contestants for Courtney? <gasps> that would be double trouble. Ay, 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 ay. Let's yeah. see. For now, all the heat we can handle. Triple the heat today. Tune in next Thursday when we'll be back to play a few speed dating games and Abuelita will select Le Mejor. Stick around until next week to find out who Liliana will choose, if she can do that, for Courtney. And remember to subscribe to Date My Abuelita First wherever you get your podcasts. Date My Abuelita First is a production from WV Sound and iHeartMedia's My Cultura Podcast Network, hosted by me, Vico Ortiz, joined by the fabulous Liliana Montenegro. Date My Abuelita First is produced by Leo Clem, Nico Raquel, and Luigi Villanueva. Our executive producers are Wilmer Valderrama, Leo Clem, and Nico Raquel at WV Sound. This episode was edited by Sean Tracy and Nico Raquel. The original artwork for this show was created by Mac McLean. This episode features original music by Gabe Lopez. Special thanks to our team of Cupids at WV Entertainment. Thank you also to our hopeful romantics this week, Courtney, Michelle, Sade, and Jack. Additional thanks to Salt and Lime Media. 
For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. See you next week. And in the meantime, don't do anything Abuelita wouldn't do. Just do it better. Besitos. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Psst. There's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit FuelRewards.com status. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.